I'm Anala Rabari, and I'm your host for this 17th episode of ShimmyCast. Yes, we have done 17 of these episodes. Since my own dance class has started back uh, this past week, and it's that time of year when most schools start back as well, uh, this week's article is on dance class etiquette. Yes, there are some things you should know that you should and shouldn't be doing in class. Then there's the usual fare of news and answers to the question of the week and a review of the DVD American Belly Dancer. The music for this week's show is from the Bedlam Bards and Jesse Mano. And now on to answers to questions of the week. So let's get started, guys. So the question is, who is your favorite belly dance musician and why? Psych Spirit posted this in the music forum on the message board, and I thought I'd just use it for an answer here because it has a really good suggestion. I saw a performance by a dancer from Silk Road and loved the song and performance. It sounded Arabic to me and I didn't know who sung it. After accidentally coming across it when I was browsing many Middle Eastern CDs on Amazon, I pressed the play button and bang on, there it was. I almost fell off my seat. <laughs> Incredible accident. The CD was called Voices of Middle Eastern Women, and I thought just maybe the song I wanted could be on this CD, and magically it was the second track. The name of the song is Maloum by Nawala al-Zogbi. There are different spelling variations, um, and she's put a link to the performance she recorded of the Silk Road dancer dancing to Maloum. So it's on the forum if you guys want to go check it out. Nawal is not as, quote, big in the industry as Nacha Atlas, I think. But I enjoy her style more. It's got more of a warmth and authentic feel to it. So thank you for letting us know about that CD Psych Spirit. It sounds really cool. I'm going to have to go check it out myself. Um, and I'd like to mention a few musicians that I personally like. Of course, anyone that I've played on the show I like. Otherwise, I wouldn't have played it. Um, but I also have to say I like a lot of the songs by George Abido, who is considered a staple by many in the belly dance community. He has tons of CDs, um, albums out with all kinds of great belly dance music. Um I kind of like him for a sort of more traditional style of Middle Eastern music, even though he's actually not traditional, traditional in the sense that, you know, he's a Bedouin living in the deserts of the Middle East. Um, he came more about as uh, the dance craze in the 70s and nightclub dancing and things of that nature. Um I'd, but I'd also have to name Hasim Ramsey. I really like a lot of his stuff. Uh, Tarkhan, who I've mentioned on the show before. Uh, as far as if I want a, a pop, modern kind of sound, I really like Tarkhan. And I, I'm really starting to get into Pentaphobe as well. Um, he, again, a lot of his music has been used by Rachel Bryce and the Tribal Belly Dancers. And it's really good if you want um, a, a really different new age, electronic, industrial 
kind of sound. And those are some artists that I'm I'm quickly becoming more familiar with and I'm really liking them. So I would suggest mentioning those to people and telling them to check those out. And now your ShimmyCast news. September 15th through the 16th, Tribal Pro Workshop and Show in Lexington, Kentucky. September 15th through 17th, Urban Tribal Workshop, sponsored by Tribal Attitude, Inspiry, Iowa. September 15th through 17th, Unveil 2006 Workshop with Suhalia Salampur in Ann Arbor, Michigan. September 16th, Sonya of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Portland, Oregon. September 22nd through the 24th, the 2006 Double Crown Belly Dance Competition Festival and International Bazaar in Vancouver, Washington. September 23rd, Sonya of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in San Anselmio, in California. September 23rd, Leela Haddad, Ashraf Asin, Maria Del Silvio, Stormtree, and many more in workshops in Shoreham, West Sussex, United Kingdom. September 23rd, A Thousand and One Nights Middle Eastern Dance Party with DJ Turbo Tabula in Santa Fe, New Mexico. September 23rd through the 24th, Tribal Fusion Weekend in Evergreen in Denver, Colorado. September 23rd and 24th, the third Mid-North Coast Belly Dance Festival in New South Wales, Australia. September 29th, Gypsy Fire will be performing at River's Edge Cafe in Tulsa, Oklahoma. September 29th through October 1st, Hasim and Serena Ramsey present the Egyptian Dance Workshops and Live Concerts in Bristol, United Kingdom. September 30th, Cammie Little of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Boston, Massachusetts. September 30th through October 1st, Sonia of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. This has been the Shimmy Cast News for this week, and as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. American Belly Dancer DVD reviewed by Anala Rabari. This DVD is an awesome look at how the belly dance superstars became a phenomenon. In-depth interviews with the production team of the show and the lead dancers take you behind the scenes. You get to hear the honest details of what it takes to make a living at belly dancing, such as doing six shows in one night back to back. You also get to hear the good and bad of what dancers experience from their friends and family because they have chosen to be a belly dancer. One of my favorite scenes was all the dancers in Bali, Indonesia, having a round discussion about what they think is important for audiences to know about belly dancing. There's a short segment on the effects that 9-11 had on dance classes and the teachers, that is further explored in the bonus footage. The history of the dance, costumes, and historical movie footage are covered throughout the production. 
You also gain insight into the hazards of touring, such as getting cards stuck in ATMs, costume malfunctions, sharing stages with rock bands, interstate child labor laws, accidentally driving the wrong car, and all the girls sharing a charter bus as a dressing room. There is some great bonus footage of Mary Ellen McDonald, a dancer and musician, on the techniques of playing zills and tambourine while dancing. And she does an amazing job of explaining shifts in rhythm and the structures of some of the rhythms. All in all, this is a fantastic DVD with a lot of insight into the behind-the-scenes aspect of belly dancing and what belly dancers have to do in order to share their art and make a living at their art. And I would strongly recommend it to anybody. It truly is a really good DVD. This week's first song is Eve's Down Docks from the album On the Drift by the Bedlam Bards. This music is copyright and not available for duplication. And this song is being played with permission from the artist. section. Um, first, I want to apologize to you guys um, for not really doing a show last week. Um, I got episode 16 out really late the week before, and I was actually coming down with a cold last week, and then um, my troops classes started up again last week, so I started teaching, and my schedule was just really hectic last week and I'm trying to get into the swing of this new schedule since we're coming back from summer break. Um, we don't do classes in the summer because so many people travel. We don't actually have that many students. <laughs> so I'm trying to get back into the swing of teaching and having classes and my regular job and doing a show and it was just a little more 
hectic than I had expected and trying to ward off a cold on top of all of that, which I successfully did and I'm back and hopefully we won't have any more problems of that nature. Although since I took last week off, I actually got a lot of planning done for future episodes of the show and I think here in the next few weeks, we're probably going to be having a lot of interviews going on, which should be cool because I think you guys really enjoy hearing what other dancers have to say about the art and how they came into it and what they like about it and what aspects they really enjoy about it. And which I'm really looking forward to interviewing some of these ladies. I think we've got a great lineup for you. But enough about that. Um, we did get a review left for us on iTunes, and I wanted to read it. Um, thank you, Anala, for a great podcast. This review was left by Snowflower, which is a really cute name. She says, I really appreciate the fact that Anala is doing this belly dance podcast. Lots of great information, and it's fun to hear the opinions of others about one of my favorite hobbies. Great music, too. Well, thank you, Snowflower. I really appreciate that. One of the things that I had envisioned when I started Shimmy Cast, I, I didn't just want you guys to hear solely for me. I wanted you to be able to hear opinions from other dancers. And that's one of the reasons why I try very hard to find uh, articles and topics that I think you guys will be interested in. But I also try to find articles from other dancers. And, and I want to give you more experience from other dancers. And some people just don't get it. I email and I ask permission to use the article, you know, full credit to them. And I always put links and everything. And a lot of them are just like, well, it's your show. They want to hear from you. Why would they want to hear from me? And it's like, oh, you're kind of missing the point. The show's more than just about me and my opinions and my point of view. It's supposed to help connect dancers to the whole belly dance community but luckily I've been able to get permission from um, I think some more dancers as far as giving you more articles and like I said we're going to be having a lot of interviews coming up so that'll be fun too and as always you can leave us feedback at our email address shimmycast at gmail.com you can leave comments on our blog you can leave them on the forum board you can vote for us leave reviews you know sign up on the frapper map whatever you feel like doing just article is Dance Class Etiquette by Karima Nadara. Not only have a few recent incidents sparked me to think that some people may not have an idea of what might be appropriate behavior in the classroom, but also in Cairo at Raka Hassin's Ahlim Wasahlin, I witnessed plenty of behavior that certainly suggests a need for discussing this issue. 
Many of the classes in Cairo were with popular teachers who easily had over a hundred participants. Okay, so they did put the teacher on a stage, but still, not everyone could be in the front row. In addition, students needed space to dance along with the teacher, and people pressing forward to see better were cramping those in the front rows. Chaos could, and sometimes did, ensue when students threw, when students threw courtesy to the winds. This unfortunately led to a lot of jostling and raw nerves, neither of which is conducive to learning. The good news is that most students are mostly courteous in class. The bad news is that it only takes one self-absorbed and distracted individual to disrupt the learning process for everyone. Based on the kinds of issues that I've seen in the classroom, I've compiled the following suggestions for appropriate behavior in class. Many are standard rules in a lot of dance studios, and most are simply common courtesy. Respecting others who have also paid for the same class you are taking, and treating them the way you yourself would wish to be treated, and treating the studio the way you wish guests would treat your house. Some of the following may be obvious to you, and some not. But following these guidelines can go a long way towards contributing to everyone getting the most out of coming to class, whether it's a large one or a small one. As you will see, it's mostly common courtesy. Classroom guidelines. Please be on time. Not only is it disruptive to show up late, but you will miss part of the warm-up, which is an essential part of class. Please turn off and refrain from using cell phones during class. No food or drinks in the classroom, only water. Sticky soda spills, crumbs, or oil do not improve our dancing surface. No chewing or eating during class. We don't want anyone to choke. First come, first serve. If you want your choice of a spot in the classroom, get there early. When you choose your spot initially, make sure you are not taking a spot directly in front of another dancer and therefore blocking her or his sight lines to the teacher or to the reflection in the mirror. If you arrive late, please position yourself behind others who were there before you. Leaving your hip scarf or other item on the floor to mark your, to mark your spot is okay, only until class starts. Once class starts, if you are not in your spot, you forfeit your spot. Your marking item will be removed from the floor. Once class starts, please do not park water bottles or notebooks or anything else for that matter anywhere on the dance floor where other dancers may trip over them. You may leave these items along with any other personal belongings at the side or back of the room. If you need to write notes, go to the side or back of the room to do so. Then rejoin the class in your spot. Don't stand in the middle of the dance floor writing notes and forcing others to dance around you. This is not only discourteous, it can cause an accident. Maintain your position. Once you establish your spot in the class, it is your job to maintain that position. 
In other words, your spatial relationship to the teacher and the other dancers. Spatial awareness is an important skill for any dancer, and the best practice you will ever have is during classes. It is not acceptable to float around the room during class looking for a better spot. This forces others to move to accommodate your position. If you are unhappy with your spot during class, you can find a new spot behind all others. It is not polite to step in front of others, even if you think you can dance there without getting in their way. You can't. And next time, get to class earlier so you can have your spot of choice. If you need to leave your spot during class for any reason, you may return to your same spot. However, it would be polite to wait to return to your spot at a logical break in the action, like the end of a song or exercise, rather than dodging dancers to get to your spot. You will notice the polite dancers will rejoin the class at the back of the room until a logical break presents itself to return to their spot. If you wear beaded coined hip scarves, please make sure they are not shedding beads or coins that you or others may step or slip on during the course of class. If your hip scarf starts shedding during class, please remove it. Please don't talk during class, especially while the teacher is explaining something. Even if you think you already know what she or he is talking about, or even if a different student is being addressed. Your talking may prevent someone who needs the information from hearing it. And in any case, you may learn something new for yourself if you listen. Noisy hip scars are fun, but not all classes permit them. If they are permitted, please be considerate and keep the hip jangling to a minimum, especially during the quiet moments when the teacher is explaining something or someone is asking a question so everyone can hear. Please do not offer your help and instruction to another student during a class. While you may believe that you know how to help the other student, your engaging with that student can be disruptive to the class and can, in fact, change that student's focus from what the teacher actually wants the student to concentrate on. If the other student has a question, she or he should ask the teacher for assistance. If you have suggestions or requests regarding how class is conducted, please discuss them with the teacher after class. Please try to keep the dressing rooms, bathrooms, and the studio orderly and make sure you take all your belongings with you when you leave, including empty water bottles. Above all, it doesn't hurt to smile and be pleasant to your fellow dancers. Maybe you've had a horrible day. But when you step into class, your fellow dancers will all thank you for leaving your private issues at the door. So I hope you all enjoyed that article on class etiquette and would also like to add a few things that are just kind of my pet peeves. If there are trash cans in the room, use the trash cans. <laughs> um, another thing, it's perfectly fine for you to raise your hand and ask questions. And it, I find I really enjoy when my students raise their hand if they can't see. And 
if they raise their hand and say, can you come to this side of the room to demonstrate or can you come to the back of the room and demonstrate that I'm having a hard time seeing you. Um, I'm fairly new to teaching. So a lot of times for me, I get so caught up in what I'm saying and in what I'm trying to teach I don't always think, oh yeah, this room is full and some people might be having a problem seeing me. So it doesn't bother me when my students raise their hands and say, can you come to this side of the room? The only time it bothers me is when I say, okay, I'm going to demonstrate something. I'll do it over here and then I'll come over to the other side of the classroom and I'll start explaining and demonstrating. And then someone raises their hand and says, can you come over here? And it's like, were you not listening to me? <laughs> I said I was going to. <laughs> so I, w- I would say, don't be afraid to speak in class. But also be mindful that you listen so that when you speak, you're not having to get the teacher to repeat herself or saying something like, can you come over here when the teacher just said two seconds ago that she would in a minute. I would also like to add that you should not show up to class after you have been drinking alcohol. And I'm sure most of you probably don't need to be told how to act in class. And it's, and even though you don't need to be told, it's probably nice for your actions to be validated and to be able to say to someone who is being rude that their behavior isn't acceptable in the belly dance community. <laughs> so, And that's one of the reasons why I decided to read this article. Because I, I know my listeners and I know you guys are cool and wouldn't be rude to each other in class. But now it's time for next week's question. And since we have been talking about class behavior... Next week's question is going to be, what funny story do you have from class? It can include someone having poor etiquette or from a teacher's perspective. Maybe you made a mistake in front of your class one time. And, you know, come on. I know we all have these stories and we deserve to share a good laugh with our fellow dancers. So don't be afraid to... um share those stories and I may even share with you guys why I brought up the whole don't come to class after you've been drinking alcohol story and um, to share those stories you can email at shimmycast at gmail.com or you can go on the form board at shimmycast.blogspot.com and share those stories and we'll all hopefully have a good laugh next week finally it's time for the second music pick of the week this song is Geldim Burkara Tasha Sharifi from the album Opium by Jesse Mano and I'm sure some of those syllables were probably wrong in there but you get the picture I hope you all enjoy the song, and until next week, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycastgmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.